Hello, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Thursday the 15th of October 2015. The time at the beginning of the show is just coming up to 10 to 10. And this is episode 102. I was going to start podcasting at 10 o'clock, but I got a bit impatient and a bit excited to be doing the podcast again because I have missed a week, as usual, as is becoming usual, I should say. And the reason for that, although, you know what, before we go into the reasons for that, I want to retract an early happy Diwali I tweeted. (laughs) What happened was, on October the 11th, a few days ago, a friend rang me up and said, Happy Diwali, and I thought, being the least attentive Hindu in the entire world, that, oh, it's the 11th, it must be Diwali. So, of course, I tweeted the whole world that, got no replies, and then later on, Skyped with mum, and she told me that, of course, I was a month ahead. So apologies for that incredible clangor. But just count it as an early Diwali greeting, that I'm preempting Diwali. Anyway, now, the reason for my lack of a podcast last week, or rather a late podcast, is because I've had no real time to do a podcast. I've had no time to do anything except work. So if you're looking for some serious nerdery content from yours truly over the next few weeks, then that might not happen. Because I'm really thinking more about things like my media startup based around a new podcast, um, which means that in future episodes of Roy's Rocket Radio, you can treat it as kind of a metacast where I'll talk about my new venture. Oh, uh, another thing that I wanted to mention before I forget is I want to give a big shout out there to Third World Linux, who have mentioned me on their podcast a few times. So hi, guys. Uh, Really enjoy your show. And thanks for mentioning my podcast. And now I'm doing the same for you. If you want to listen to their podcast, just Google Third World Linux. They've picked the right combination of words for almost perfect SEO, and their name comes up first. Okay, now on to the writing. Do you remember last week I talked about the tone problem I was having? Well, it turns out on another rereading, that tone problem... Probble? What the hell is a probble? Okay, problem. Sorry about that. Isn't as bad as I initially thought, because my hero is pointedly avoiding dealing with the personal tragedy. So the fact that I don't talk about it too much actually makes sense, but it will rear its ugly head soon enough. I have been doing some editing on my writing, and oh, by the way, my writing, just to recap, 
Um, I'm writing a novel called The Horus Box, but that isn't the business venture I'm going to talk about in this podcast. I'll talk about that a bit later. This is just something I'm continuing to do. But I've done some editing on that novel, and I'm up to chapter 14 now, which means I've got another... 26 chapters to go. But as I have the full plan, it isn't quite as difficult as it seems. And this is a second draft, so I have a lot of the bulk of the text that I already need. I just need to, well, rewrite it. Now, as I was saying, with the startup, time is scarce. But I'm still putting in two hours each evening in a local cafe. I take my laptop there and I'll write for two hours. So just regard that as maybe an example you could follow. Even if you are inundated with work, it's nice to be able to take time out, remove yourself from your busy environment and fun somewhere peaceful where you can write. And now, finally, on to the startup. And by the way, I am not the first startup to talk about a new podcast in their current podcast. Um, a metacast, if you will, a kind of behind-the-scenes look on how you go about developing a new show. I've heard that there's another business out there called Gimlet Media who also did this, but the big difference is that they have a lot more money than me, who has a budget of zero at the moment. Okay, now onto the podcast. Well, first of all, sleep. I'm not getting enough. I'm absolutely knackered all the time. I have in front of me lists. Lots and lots of lists. So I have shopping lists, um, lists of people to contact, of sponsors to possibly contact, people to contact about networking. Lots and lots of lists. So, for example, on my shopping for audio list, I am on a budget, but the new show will require some tweaking. As you know, I am fairly new to audio, but I'm still learning. But I have noticed a couple of problems I have with my current setup. One is I don't seem to have enough gain. That is basically the volume coming through my microphone uh, and then going into my mixer isn't that high. And apparently this isn't unique of a problem. It's something very common to uh, dynamic microphones. They're the old type of microphones that you commonly associate with a stage act, that kind of uh, short handle with the round silvery grill, that kind of microphone. They tend to be dynamic microphones. The reason I use them is because they're just a bit kinder to my voice than a condenser microphone, which picks up every single thing. 
Now, the solution to this uh, low volume that I tried to glean by looking on forums uh, wasn't as difficult as I thought it was. The forums actually distracted me. For instance, there is a really well-known internet forum for music people called Gear Sluts. And what I've noticed is that the advice given is all over the place. Sometimes it's even tangential, doesn't help you at all. So the OP will post a question, OP original poster, will post a question up on Gear Sluts, and the answers will be all over the place. They'll range from, well, why do you want to do that? To, you don't know what you're doing, you need a £5 million piece of equipment. So it was completely useless, and it made me thoroughly furious to go through these endless forums and not finding any help whatsoever. What I did find out on my own was that what I actually need is a piece of equipment called a preamp, short for preamplifier. So that's something that will typically go between your microphone and your mixer and add an extra boost to the volume. The other thing that I need is a shotgun condenser mic to record distant sound. But guess what? The good ones are mostly expensive, and I'm not even sure that my portable recorder will have enough juice to work it. Which is also another preamp problem. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that on occasion I use a Sony PCMM10, very small, about the size of a packet of cigarettes, digital audio recorder. But it has none of those great big sockets you need for a normal studio-type microphone. The solution to that is, again, you have this preamp piece of equipment that sits between your mic and the audio recorder and as well as boosting the power, also allows you to use those bigger um, plugs that the microphone comes with. So there are lots of lots of problems, and there are also other bits and pieces I need too, like soundproofing, uh, and probably a boom stand. But all this stuff that I've previously mentioned was a problem about a week ago and because I haven't podcasted for so long I have made some progress on those problems. So the update is I have finally decided on the equipment setup after cutting down the nice-to-haves which tend to make your budget go way out of control to the utterly essential, which is the bare bones things that I actually need to work on my new show. And I've decided on the following. And I apologized in advance if you're not really into audio, this might not mean much to you, but I'll try and minimize the techno babble. So first of all, on the subject of the shotgun mic, I'm going to 
almost certainly by an Audio-Technica 18975R. That's a short shotgun microphone for recording very accurately uh, medium-distance sound. I will upgrade my <laughs> cheap but not bad XM8500s. These are also microphones that I use to speak into to fairly industry standard SM58s from Shure. But to boost the volume, it will go through something called a Fethead amplifier, which will mean nothing to most of the people out there. So again, I apologize for the techno babble. In order to have a remote recording solution, something to plug my fancy new shotgun mic into, I'll be going for a Zoom H4n. I, Like I said before, I do have a better recorder, but with no XLR socket and no cheap, distant, portable preamp box, this is the best solution. And also, of course, a few cables and other consumables that I mentioned before. Other than audio equipment, I also need some office equipment. Things like a whiteboard, which sounds like a luxury, but with the amount of planning I have to do, it isn't really. I also need some stationery, like business cards, really basic stuff, and headed paper. Of course, the headed paper I can make myself on my computer, so I don't have to buy that, but business cards are almost essential now. And most people might be surprised that I don't actually have a business card yet. But there you are, I don't. But having a business card printed, or, or rather having a bunch of them printed, does mean I need time for graphic design. I can do the work myself, but again, it's a bit of a time suck. I wish I had the money to get someone to do it for me, but I don't. So I'm going to have to do it myself. Uh, and on the subject of admin type, office type things, I've got to do some website development. I will save time by using a simple WordPress template, a bit different from the one that I use at RoyMartha.com, slightly different. But I do still have to get it up and running, and I still need a domain name. The domain name, in fact, has been rather troublesome to find because there is a word that so aptly describes my podcast, but of course it's unavailable because of all the people who just trivially decide to buy domain names in bulk. Domain squatters, in other words. People who aren't sensibly going to use that domain, but hope that someone else will buy it for them. But I'm not in any position to play those stupid kind of games, so I'm going to have to find a variation on that word I want. But it is important for branding. The other thing that I'm doing is working on my business plan, which is very important and very time-consuming. But the most time-consuming thing of all is the product itself, which is the show. Because I need that first show. I need a pilot, because without a pilot, I'll have nothing that potential sponsors can hear. 
and no trailer type clips that I can use to promote my show. So that's, of course, going to take the most amount of time, but that's as it should be. Now, let's see. So all in all, lots to do. Business plan, second only to the pilot, and also networking so that I can get listeners. And on that subject, on the subject of schmoozing, yes, nepotism is the other thing that makes the world go round, and I'm shamelessly doing this right now. So if you work in media, particularly radio, also to a lesser extent TV, and are wondering why you've suddenly got a connect request on LinkedIn, that is why. Because I'm trying to big up my show. Obviously, I'm rather stifled by not being able to tell you exactly what the show is about, but this is just another step in my networking process. By the way, the new show isn't really geek-related, but I can well imagine lots of geeks listening to it, though it will have broad appeal. And if you listen to last week's show, I did mention something about my new endeavour. Although I can't go into it too much, if you can imagine something along the lines of Horizon crossed with Radiolab, you'll get the idea. But there'll be more on what I'm actually doing as the weeks go on, particularly at the time when I actually finish my pilot and can release some audio clips. Finally, an update on the subject of business plans. If you're looking for a business plan template, this isn't exactly a trade secret, so I'm quite happy to share this with you. If you Google business plan template, Prince's Trust, and business plan template, Virgin, you'll find two easily available to download templates of business plans. Um, I think they're both in Word temp- um, sorry, Word format, as far as I can remember. Anyway, that's the two documents that I'm working from to create my own final business plan. Actually, uh, before I forget, the Virgin business plan is also part of a Virgin startup scheme where they have some kind of loan arrangements that start off around £500. Uh, but you would have to look into that yourself because I'm not sh- quite sure what the terms of those business plans are or, in fact, what the interest rates or repayment terms are either. Okay, and that's it for my update on the new mysterious show that I can hardly talk about. But you'll be glad to hear that I am going to talk about a few nerdly things tonight. Uh, I have been watching a few bits and pieces over the last few weeks, although I haven't been box-setting anything, I just don't have the time. Um... And there are a few shows that I just want to mention. 
Not quite sure when we're getting all these shows on British TV, but I thought I could talk about them a bit. So Heroes Reborn is airing in the US. Not sure um, when or if it's airing here or even where it's airing here on what channel. Uh, but as far as I can see, most of the old heroes are gone, which is a bad thing. Uh, I'm, it's sort of really too early to tell if this is going to be a good show. But with a lot of the characters gone, uh, I kind of miss people. Like, I really do miss uh, the cheerleader, Claire, and the nerdy Japanese guy, Hero, who was, in fact, my favourite character on the show. So they're not in it, as far as I can see. Maybe they're in it later on, I don't know. The Strain Season 2 continues to excel. Absolutely brilliant show from Guillermo del Toro. Really enjoying that. It, apart from The Walking Dead, it's the only other decent horror show on TV. Uh, I almost go as far as saying in some ways I prefer it to The Walking Dead, but that's because I'm a bit of a splatterpunk anyway. Gotham Season 2 is also underway. It's entertaining, and this is available on TV at the moment, on normal uh, TV without cable, on one of the standard channels. Well, is it Channel 4 or is it E4? Uh, it's one of those. Oh no, is it Channel 4? You know what, I feel really silly now, so I'm going to have to Google it, so bear with me for a moment. Yeah, it is, of course, Channel 5, and I'm saying of course as if I knew that all along, but I had to Google it. Uh, right, what else? Um, oh yeah, and like I said, Gotham is back, and it's really nice to see the show back, because I'm kind of enjoying it. It's great to see the Joker played literally disturbingly well by the excellent and quite young Cameron Riley Monaghan. So excellent job, Cameron. And what a great role that is to get. Also airing in the US at the moment is season 9 of The Big Bang Theory. We're getting that pretty soon now on E4, I believe. That's Freesat Channel 122. Not sure what it is on Freeview, but I am happy that the show is back. The later season does look very funny. I've seen a couple of clips on YouTube, so I am looking forward to it. And quite amazingly, they have managed to keep the tension up, even though now most of the nerds on the show have girlfriends. It's still very entertaining. Um, there is one particularly very funny clip on YouTube that I reposted. I think I reposted it on Twitter. So if you get the chance, watch that. Watch Sheldon singing. Or just Google Sheldon Sings. Okay, and that's it for TV. Now, quite a while ago, I watched Minions. Not sure if I even mentioned it. Uh, so I will say something now. Uh, Minions is the third of the Despicable Me movies. I think it's much better than the atrocious Despicable Me 2. And it's probably better than the very first film, Despicable Me. But I do miss Gru. So that kind of 
counts against it because he's not in this latest movie. Though Sandra Bullock is surprisingly good as the villainous Scarlet Overkill. And what a wonderful villainous name that is. The other film I managed to catch was Pay the Ghost. This is a kind of horror film about a kid who is kidnapped by a ghost, stars Nicolas Cage, but it's one of his more disposable and forgettable movies. It's not a bad movie, not badly acted, just not very interesting. So that's it for the screen this week, and on to Lit, and I've just got a bit to talk about regarding comics. I picked up from the library The Hollows. This is a 2013 graphic novel from IDW Publishing. The writer is Chris Ryle. Not sure I know what else he's done, but I do know the artist, Sam Keith. He's the guy who drew The Max. That's the Max M-A-X-X comic book. And also wrote that comic book for quite a while. And anything with his art in it, I really enjoy. So before we talk about that, this is a not bad spin of the dystopian zombie trope. But honestly, as I said before, I got it mainly because of the art. And again, I digress, but back to the story itself. It's set in a huge tree city where the elite live above a city terrorised by zombie-like creatures. There are also people with jetpacks and some people who have wings. But mainly it's because of Sam Keith's art, which is utterly brilliant. I can't tell you how much I enjoy the art. There's just something about the... something substantial about the art. Even as I'm saying this, I know you can't see me, but I'm rubbing my hands together and smacking my my lips together as if I'm going to eat a piece of chocolate. It's that kind of art. I like the shapes of the characters' expressions on their faces. It's just very unique. So if you get a chance, read anything uh, illustrated by Sam Keith. And that's The Hollows from 2013. In fact, that is the only book at the moment that I'm reading because it's easy. And even then, I can only manage to get through one or two pages a night before I fall asleep because I am just so tired. So if there's one final thing you can take away from this podcast, if you're thinking of doing a startup in whatever field there is, whether it's video games, a tech startup of another kind, or media, or anything, a new kind of bucket or peg or invention, get prepared to lose sleep. I'm finding the process rewarding, but extremely stressful and tiring. And that's about it for tonight. I will let you know how the startup progresses as the weeks go on. So you can regard Roy's Rocket Radio now as a metacast. And I will stick in little bits of random nerdery that I get up to also. 
And that's about it for now. I can't think of anything else to say, but it is good to be back. It is good to be talking to you out there. Let me know if you're also on some kind of startup journey. It would be interesting to talk to other people out there, see what they're doing. But right now, I'm going to end this podcast so that I can upload it tonight and get a bit of sleep. Thanks for listening. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Thursday, the 15th of October, 2015. The time of the end of the show is 10.21 in the evening. Bye.